Hi, this is Jeff Starr, and you're listening to Adventures with God, something that I've been wanting to start for a long time, just talking about different adventures and how we can relate them to ourselves, maybe some adventures from the Bible, some adventures from my life, and from some people I'd like to interview and talk, and talk about their adventures with God. I'd hope that uh, we can grow together as we continue on our adventure with God. I'm going to try to start each meeting with prayer. So if you're listening, if you're driving, don't don't close your eyes. But if you're listening, let's have prayer. Dear God, please be with us today. Help us and guide us as we discover more about you and the adventure you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So about five years ago, I was on a mission trip to Brazil. Now, Brazil has its own mission set, I guess, or mission stories that go with it. This one in particular was one that I always will remember. On this mission trip, we went 12 hours up the Amazon River. It was an amazing opportunity for our kids. It was an amazing time. They slept in hammocks on the boats. Just a phenomenal time. We built a couple houses for some people. We painted some things. We built water filtration systems for the people there on the Amazon. It was a great time. One night, there's another gentleman there was was with me. Was Floyd was his name, and and myself. He, Floyd could speak Portuguese, and so a gentleman came up to us like, "Hey, do you guys want to go fishing?" And Floyd kind of translated for him, and I was like, "Sure." I, I, you know, it's almost nighttime. I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, do we have fishing poles? And he's like, "No, no, no." He explained again through the translator, "We are gonna go fishing at night." and check our traps and our nets that have been out all day. We're going to see what is in them. I said, okay, let's go for it. And then we went to get in the canoe. Now, I want you to understand something. I, I'm used to, to riding in canoes. I've done a two-week canoe trip in uh, Boundary Water, Squetico. I know what it's like to ride in a canoe, but a normal canoe is what I call them. This was not a normal canoe. This canoe, with one person sitting in it, rode about a half inch out of the water. It's very skinny, uh, wooden, almost look like hand-carved canoe. We're getting in this canoe, and, and I'm a big guy, 6'4", six, six, 230. Uh, not the lightest guy. And I get in last. They have me in the back, which I didn't understand either because the guy steering was in the front. The, the local was in the front. I'm in the back. And this thing... I feel like it's going to sink at any moment. I mean, this I'm a little nervous. We're in the Amazon. We're on the Amazon River. Now we start going not where it's deeper water, but where it's shallower, but also the tree branches are coming down all around us. And I'm looking for snakes. I'm looking for spiders. I'm looking for anything in the trees. They're going to attack us. I am getting a little scared. But I'm okay. We're like, we're moving forward. And, and all of a sudden, these huge wasps come. It wasn't a snake. It wasn't. It wasn't what I thought was gonna maybe happen. It wasn't another spider, but it was a these huge wasps. I'm like in the middle of the night. This is a dark night. The only stars were visible. By the way, that's a whole other story. The stars were magnificent there, so far away from a big city. So these wasps, and luckily we didn't get stung. I think Floyd, the guy sitting in front of me in the middle of the canoe, got stung once. I didn't get stung, but we're all around us, just like swarming us and nervous about them. And you don't want to tip the canoe too much, but you got to move a little bit to try to avoid smacking one or trying to smack one, maybe. And uh, as we're as we're going, finally the the night wasps, as we called them, left. 
and he starts checking for these fish nets and there's no fish in them. We're, we're getting down to the last couple and, and we're still dealing with the canoe that's almost ready to tip. And all of a sudden he finds one fish and I can see it wiggling. I see him grab the fish and I, I, and he holds it for a second and I wonder what he's going to do with it. And he throws it behind his shoulder, just like tosses it. Like you toss a piece of trash over your shoulder. He tosses it behind him and it lands on my foot. Now I'm, usually not going to freak out over something like that. Like I've held spiders, uh, large spiders we held on this trip, uh, tarantula later. We, uh, I've held snakes before, but man, I almost jumped out of the canoe. Like I was petrified for a moment. My feet came up, lifted my feet. What is that? I thought about jumping in the water, decided not to, probably not be the best idea. And the, our guide translated or gave told, told said something in Portuguese to Floyd, and Floyd translated to me and said, "It's a piranha." And the, as soon as he said it's a piranha, the guide goes na 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 really loud and just laughs hysterically, just like cannot handle himself because he threw a piranha and it hit my foot. And I am like, why is he laughing so much? This is not fun. This is not funny. And. I want to be back on the boat, on the large boat, back home. He, and all week, every day, he saw me. We'd be working on something. We dug, we dug a, uh, a bathroom. Basically, they have an outhouse, and you have to dig a hole for, the, for that. We dug, we dug one of those, and every time he saw me, he'd look at me, the, the guy there, and he would say, no, 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 and just bust out laughing. And so all the kids on the mission trip and everybody, every time they saw me, nah, 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 like a piranha, I'd be scared of a piranha. It's so funny uh, to look back on that. It wasn't as dangerous probably as I thought in the moment, but uh, it, it got my attention. And right now, if you're listening to this in the too far future, you can remember uh, the, the coronavirus of, of 2020, COVID-19. Uh, we're dealing with that right now. We're in the middle of that's why this podcast is starting. I kind of felt like I've been wanting to do this for a couple of years and never got around to it. And, and now there's a perfect opportunity to, to start this. We don't have the meetings that we normally do. We don't have a lot of schedules are, are kind of clearing up in some regards. In other ways, it's getting busier. Um, but I thought about this story and I thought about how life can be like that. And I have a friend. Uh, this is maybe another adventure for another time, but I have a friend who who is dealing with the coronavirus and they've been isolated from their family for a, a week now and they live out in Idaho and they, they broke their quarantine because they just had a 6.5 magnitude earthquake, not too far from them. And they ran downstairs and to get their family safe. And I'm thinking, man, what else can happen? Like you hear about all of these things that happened in 2020. We have wars and, and actual rumors. I mean, we've talked about the, the the different things, the virus that we're having, and earthquakes and fires, and and is Jesus coming? All of these things. What else can be added to our plate? I know my wife is a teacher, and she's dealing with all the parents that they're learning a new system of online, and she's being incredibly patient. She's awesome, but. What else can be added to our plate? And and I think of that story and, and we're in the canoe. When we're in the canoe, we're we're kind of balancing, making sure we don't fall in, and then the wasps come, and then the fish comes, and then everything just gets added onto our plate. And what more can we take? And I, when I was just thinking about that story, I just want to the adventure I was on, that, that short one night adventure, it really, as I think back on it, helps me to put my trust in God. 
Like this world stuff is going to change. The the by by hour by hour stuff is going to change, and sometimes it's going to put more on us. Sometimes we're going to feel a relief from some of it. But as we're doing our studies, or we're doing extra work, or we're nervous about a job, or we're nervous about what is going to happen next, remember that God is in control. I have to tell you another real quick story that just happened to me actually yesterday. Sitting in the office at work, and our office manager emailed, texted me a number of somebody that wasn't one of our members that wanted to talk to a pastor. And usually, I'm the youth pastor at McDonald Road Church here in Collegedale. Usually, I don't get those. Usually, they go to another pastor on our team. But this one I got. This is one of the first ones I've gotten like this that wasn't a member, is isn't somebody I know. And, hey, want to talk to a pastor? Sure. So I called her about an hour later. And she was dealing with a friend that needed some scriptures. Her friend was deal- was going through some things and really needed some scriptures, and she couldn't find the right words to say. Words to say. So she asked me for some encouraging scriptures. And I came, I said, yeah, I'll get some to you this afternoon. So I, I was texting her some scriptures. And about 40 minutes later, I was still looking through some scriptures, wanting to find a couple more. And out of the blue, I get a text message. Now, this is a person who texts me not very often. We don't talk every day. We don't talk every week. Maybe I think the last text was three, two or three months ago. And she just texts me out of the blue and says this Bible verse. And I'll read this Bible verse for you in a minute. And I was like, and this Bible verse was relevant to the person I was looking up the Bible verses for. Like, how awesome is God? This this little thing. Like, I didn't even stop to pray I was just thought of it as a, as a task. Like, okay, I'll talk to you. You want Bible verses. Here's the Bible verses. I can get them. I know, you know, and I didn't stop to pray. And here this lady was praying over different pastors she knows. And in the moment I needed a text, she sent me the text and I I forwarded it on to to her. Um, And man, we need to stop and pray in more situations. Like, we God is willing to use us, you know, like we talked about with the the story of the piranha, how things can be added and added and added, and we get God gets pushed out, God gets pushed out of our lives because so much is being so stressful. We're trying to get stuff done. Remember to stop and pray. And, and that reminds me of another scripture, be still and know that I'm God. That's not the scripture that I was texted by this lady and I sent on. Here's the scripture. It is Psalms. 16 verse 8. It's now becoming one of my favorite Psalms. I know the Lord is with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. It's a short verse. He's right beside us, guys. He is willing to go through the fire, to go through the piranhas, to go through the the extra homework, to go through the trials with us. And he's knocking for us to let him in. So we need to stop what we're doing and pray and and allow the adventure to continue wherever he leads us. So every week I want to have a challenge. So the challenge for this week is whatever life throws at you, the wasps from, from Amazon or more homework or losing a job or getting sick, no that God is standing next to you. Remember to take that time and to pray because he's right there with us.